So we're going to kick it off, though, with the Minister of Agriculture and Trade, Damien O'Connor, who's made his way from Nelson to Wellington. Damien, have you been in the bunker this morning? Good afternoon. Uh uh, good afternoon, and uh, look, they are busy down there. I'm uh, here in the Beehive. Uh, we are communicating through MPI, of course, uh, with them on a regular basis. Um, the last thing you want is um, uh, people hanging around um, who can't contribute to the urgent issues, of course, which are, you know, the flooding on the ground. Um, uh, NEMA are doing all they can, along with the Defence Force, uh, Fire Service, all of those people, um, and, and what is a pretty challenging situation. It's only the third time in New Zealand history, or at least, at least I think that's the case, that a national state of emergency has been declared. The other is the Christchurch earthquake and uh, the COVID pandemic. So that just shows you how serious Gabrielle is. Look, it is, and I think, uh, you know, Often these things can be managed at a regional level, but uh, it's got to the point where, uh, you know, it's not possible, even for Auckland with all its resources, to handle uh, what they need to do. But then, of course, we've seen moving to the East Coast and down into Hawke's Bay now. So uh, coordination through Wellington, um, ensuring that Defence Force, uh, all the arms of government um, are stepping up and doing their bit to support uh, the people on the ground. Firstly, um, an urgent and, and, and situation, uh, of course, um, and then it will be into recovery ultimately. Damien, uh, I don't know where to start at the top and work our way to the bottom. Uh, Northland got hammered first. There's huge uh, flooding there. There's real issues on the west coast now. It was originally the east coast that was being hammered. Uh, we know that Coromandel, east coast, now Hawke's Bay are getting a hammering. What are you hearing? Uh, look, you know, clearly for dairy farmers, um, the issue of firstly not having power often, and that's, uh, you know, it's, it's been, happened earlier in Northland, of course, uh, these challenges for uh, farmers and rural communities on the ground. Without power, of course, you can't milk, and then you get into, uh, if you have got milk, you can't keep it cool, and then the roads are getting washed out, so it can't be picked up. And so there'll be m- quite a bit of milk dumped, um, and in the scheme of things, you know, it's a relatively minor impact on the environment. Uh, hopefully the you know, don't get the message that this is the end of the season. So, hopefully, we'll get power and and you know some normality up as quickly as possible. But it is going to be a few days, and of course, that's rolling through uh, Hawke's Bay in particular. Uh, you know, we've got apple season upon us, um, horticulture, uh, and, and a lot of that low-lying, highly productive land is, of course, underwater now. Yeah, well, as a former dairy farmer, you'll know uh, if the cows don't get milked for a day or two, there certainly are some animal health issues. And I think of horticulture, the poor old avocado growers in Northland, uh, the kiwi fruit growers in the Bay of Plenty and, and Gisborne region. And as you say, Hawke's Bay, the apple, apple capital of the world. Some of these trees are just getting blown over in the wind because they, they're, they're basically not rooted to the soil. Uh, you know, it's expose to the power of nature and the fact that we, you know, have to work with it. We can't work against it. And, uh, you know, people have done their very best to try and uh, minimise the impacts of, of other, uh, what we might call more normal, more frequent uh, weather events. But this is uh, truly an unusual um, and, and horrific one. And uh, I guess we'll learn lessons. But in the meantime, we've just got to make sure that people are safe. And, and clearly there's, there's real risk out there. So minimising the need for travel, uh, making sure that people aren't you know in the way of trees that might blow over um, you know roofs are getting blown off um, this, this, there's still a lot of risk um, until the storm passes us by. Do we need to look at where a we build houses or b where we grow crops or 
sea where we uh, graze animals because uh, climate change is here. You can't deny it. We're getting more and more climate extremes. Do we need to mitigate this by the way we manage it? Uh, we certainly do when it comes to houses, and uh, we shouldn't build them in low-lying areas. It's as simple as that. But, you know, there's been a law that's, uh, you know, subject to an engineer's approval. You can build a house pretty much anywhere, and it's been difficult for councils to block that. And I've seen, you know, down on my patch on the West Coast where people have built houses in ridiculous places that are the outwash, um, you know, from some of the hills. But, you know, it's been established 20 years of growth, and they think they're okay. So we do have to look at that. But in terms of livestock and crops I mean we, we work with the cycles and you know we can crop and if we get lucky we can get the crop off and then a flood comes or you can get the stock off and you, you get a whole lot more silt it's it's not a pleasant thing but we're often farming on the most fertile plains which actually are you know the runoff from the hills that are being washed uh, over millions of years out to sea Hey Damien O'Connor look thank you very much for your time I know you guys are really busy in the beehive today and the Prime Minister he's been thrown in quite literally uh, no pun intended at the deep end and is doing a good job fronting it so well done credit where credit's due well, I think, look, uh, thanks, Jamie. And, and for those people who are listening who've still got communication, you know, just take care of yourselves and one another, the neighbours. Um, as often happens in rural communities, it's, it's helping one another um, because sometimes you can't get help from outside because roads or communication. Um, that, that resilience and, uh, is uh, you know, the thing that gets us through. So all the very best for those people who are facing big challenges. Damien O'Connor, thanks for your time. Thank you.